Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Distorted Force. Distorted Force is from Greece, and they have released Angelic Bloodshed, a powerful album that will leave you wanting more. And here is my interview with Distorted Force. Hello, my friend. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hi, hi. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. It's my pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thank you. How was the recording process for Angelic Bloodshed? How did it go for you guys? Uh, the process uh, was pretty challenging because it was in the COVID period. So um, we had to do a lot of things differently. Um, the guitars and the bass was recorded uh, at my place, and uh, but for for some things we didn't have the we didn't have the choice. For, for we had to use a studio for the for the vocals. Uh, we had to every one of us had to do uh, his part, and then we gathered all the all the tracks and. We did the uh, the mix with the editing, the mastering. It was pretty challenging. It was different from anything we ever done in the past. And uh, but and on 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 the bright side, we had all the time in the world to to adjust everything as we please to to edit the hell out of it to make it sound as perfect as it can be. And uh, so we're pretty much satisfied with the, with the result, but it was very, very challenging. I want to ask you if you could speak on the track Light and Stone. It's one yes. of my favorite tracks on the album. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, about Light and Stone, this, uh, this track... Uh, this track, um, the, the title was uh, inspired from one of the riffs. One of the riffs uh, brought me in mind uh, an ancient battle, like uh, horses galloping. And I, originally, I wanted to, to I, I imagined battles of, of ancient times, like ancient Greece, like like the 300, like Greeks versus Spartans, something like that. But uh, w one idea was to to give it a, a name similar to that idea, but uh, I didn't want to name uh, the song Hellas. Hellas is the Greek name for, uh, for Greece. Hellas is Greece in Greek. But and I didn't want to do that because yeah. we have a lot of <laughs> uh, ex extreme right wing parties in Greece, and I, I didn't want to make them happy. So uh, in ancient Greek, Hellas it means this is what it means. It means light. It, it, it's a combined word. The, the first part of the word means light, and the second means stone. So Greece in ancient Greek means light and stone. That's uh, and that uh, I, I like this idea because I could have my way. I could have the title that could 
honor the original idea. But and at the same time, I didn't want to make uh, uh, any <laughs> any of the right wing parties happy because we don't like this guy. And the but this is this is about the music. When it came to the lyrics, I a, a whole different theme uh, uh, we we came up with a whole different uh, theme about the lyrics uh, so we wrote the lyrics about viking battles because that's how it came out mm. uh, but we we wrote uh, we wrote the lyrics in a way that it can be about a Viking battle and about a, a battle in ancient Greece. Uh, if, 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 if you read the lyrics and, and think about a Viking battle, it makes perfect sense. If you read the lyrics and think about uh, a battle in ancient Greece, it also makes perfect sense because uh, the ancient Greek pantheon also had an, uh, an old father. Uh, they used, uh, there were a lot of civil wars between Greek tribes. So, uh, and our hometown is Thessaloniki, and it's in northern Greece. So it has this lyric saying, we are men of the north. Uh, and this is, of course, a reference to Alexander the Great. Mm. Uh, but it, it, it can work both ways. If, if, you, if you think about ancient Greece, it works. If you think about Vikings, it also works. I also wanted to ask you about clouds. That segment yes. on the album is so powerful. I wanted to know, was that in many ways personal in nature, something you wanted to get out? Yes, uh, Clouds, uh, in, in, in my point of view, is the heaviest song, is the heaviest track of the album, uh, like emotionally. It, I, mm. through, the, through the years, there were some lines from scripts from a series from movies that really got into me that really hit me in a place that nothing else ever hit me so deep so i gathered all these lines from scripts and i wanted to to make something that could really capture the essence of loneliness and rejection and and uh, depression. So I have a, I have this friend, uh, Natasha, and she's an excellent pianist. And I, I called her one day and I asked her, do you want to record some piano? She said, sure. She came to my place. She recorded the whole thing in one take. And I just added the, uh, the audio of, uh, of, of the movies or the series on the on Natasha's uh, improvisation and uh, the the title clouds is because all this mood all this um is like uh, imagine you you swim in uh, in in mud and fighting with depression and trying to to get out of the mud all all, all this all this mood in my mind's eye, was captured with a gray sky. And, and, and 
the, 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 fun, the funny thing is that the day that Natasha came to my place to record the piano part, it was a rainy day. So it was poetic. It was really yeah. nice. So, yeah. so yes, so, so this gray, gray, absolutely gray sky uh, inspired me with the title Clouds. And this title and this mood, I think, perfectly describes the, the mood of the truck. Absolutely. And I also wanted to ask you, what was the hardest track for you to lay down? Asherondas, for sure. No question, no contest. This, this goddamn truck, this, <laughs> oh, this really... Um, it's not the longest track on the album, it's not, but it's the weirdest of all. It has so many changes, so many um, mood swings, uh, two solos. Uh, by far, and it's not, we have other riffs in the album that are faster, like Hellbroth has one hell riff that goes crazy fast. We have, um, more technical stuff, but the composition of Acherondas, which is the Greek word word for for the for the for the river Styx, uh, and this is what the song is about. It's about the transition, and um, it was it was the, it, had, it had the weir- the weirdest solos, the weirdest riffs, the weirdest transitions. It was crazy. It really gave me and me personally and all of us, all of the group, a very, very hard time recording it. And were there any tracks that didn't make the album? Uh, no. No, sir. We, I have like a bank of, uh, of tracks that uh, I, I have like uh, two more albums that are not recorded yet. So on this album, uh, we chose the like the the, the heaviest tracks. Uh, in in our opinion, the best tracks from our band, and uh, we wanted to make a hell of an album because uh, we we really. Uh, struggling struggling in mediocrity for all these years uh, because we were students we didn't have enough money for a decent production and but now but now we are in a position that we can make a decent production and we felt that this was the time to to pick up the the best we have um, the, the the best tracks we have available to gather them all in one album and like make this the magnum opus of the band. It definitely is. It is a great album from top to bottom. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you very much. I wanted to ask you if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, he's a great artist. He is our friend. Uh, Nikos, he makes a lot of great artworks. Uh, he created artworks for a lot of uh, bands. I think 
uh, I can't, can't remember the name, but he, he does this, what, what, what he do, and he created a lot of artworks for bands of the, of a lot of progressive metal bands also. So it was a perfect match. And we, when we approached him and we asked him to create us an artwork, uh, he gave us some options and we already had a title uh, in our heads. We, we wanted to name the album Angelic Budget and we were looking at his portfolio and we, we, we stepped upon this, uh, this artwork with the angel and the spear and the wings. And we, oh. I, I, I remember as it was yesterday, it was me and the singer uh, in a meeting with, uh, with, uh, with this guy and we saw this artwork and we said, okay, this one, it's got, it's got to be this one. And uh, it's a pretty amazing story how this artwork was uh, fixed. This, uh, this creator is also a photographer. He's not only a designer, he's also a photographer. And all this, uh, and, and this picture is a, a collage of different photos, for example, statue the body of the statue is from rome is from a museum in rome the wings is from uh, i don't know which bird from a bird at a zoo at berlin at germany um, the the horns are from again another animal that he took a picture of he takes pictures wow. of stuff of stuff he finds exciting and then he puts them all together to create this magnificent thing and I wanted to ask you as well what can fans look for next what's the next step for Distorted Force uh, about the future we have right now a really difficult time to perform live because um, I had to we are, are our place of action was uh, Thessaloniki in the nor northern Greece. But at the recent years, I had to move to Cyprus. Uh, our drummer has uh, now he is a professional football player. Uh, he plays in the second division of Greece, and this is a big deal for him. And um, our singer is a chef at the best restaurants uh, of Greece. He, he works at Mykonos, at Sadorini. He works at the highest places. So the way uh, life <laughs> brought things, it's really difficult for us to, to gather all together again and perform live. But we are in constant communication with each other. We are very good good friends with each other we talk about the band uh, regularly and um, we decided that because we cannot do what we used to do all these years to perform live every month uh, because you know life happens sure. uh, we we our, our plan is to stick to the studio and uh, we have decided what the tracks of the next album are going to be we nowadays we just take a break to <laughs> we're taking a break to sure. <laughs> to enjoy the the fruitation of, of all of our <laughs> efforts 
and uh, in I don't know maybe in uh, autumn maybe in winter we will start practicing the tracks of the next album then every one of us will record uh, his instrument in his house and then again uh, when everything is recorded we will gather everything we will mix edit and master everything and um, this can take several years because we this is not uh, we're not professional musicians so uh, this can take i don't know maybe maybe three years maybe something like that this album mm-hmm. angelic bloodset took five years to become <laughs> to to become actual this is uh, a lot of work for approximately for every uh for every 10 to 15 seconds of, of, of audio you listen on this album, it's two working days for us. There is a lot of work. For, for each 10 seconds of music, it's two working days. It's crazy. There is a lot of work to, to be done. Uh, this is our way of working. We want everything to be as perfect as, as they can be. And... Um, you know, uh, we have no time pressure. We take our time. We we want to do a good job. And uh, so the next album uh, is going to take a while, like like this one. I wanted to ask you as well, if you could give me a band history lesson and take me back through time, <laughs> how did of the band ar- how did the band form? The band formed uh, back in 2008. Uh, it was 2008. We were students. We came together. We were playing heavy metal. We were covering Ice Earth, Iron Maiden, Metallica. We were uh, covering all, all the bands we, we, were listening to, we were listening to, actually. And we started performing live in our hometown. And it was going really well. So we recorded a demo. Uh, and the, the, our first, our first uh, uh, short length was in 2010 with three original tracks and three covers. We covered on the first short length, what did we cover? We covered Paranoid from uh, Black Sabbath. We, we, we covered uh, Mother from Danzig. And we also did Holy Diver. Wow! So it was, yeah, it was half, half and half. It was three original songs, three covers. That was our first work. Then, and it was, it, it was um, pure heavy metal, like traditional, what we call traditional heavy metal. Mm, yes. The the, neg, the next uh, album was uh, one year later, in two thousand eleven. It it, it called, uh, the first album. It was called. It was uh, the same name with the band. We saw it first. The second album was. Uh, it's titled "A Dead Man's Dream," and it's completely different style. It, it's still. It, it's still heavy metal, but it has a lot of atmospheric parts. Um, it was heavily influenced by bands like Anathema, Porcupine Tree. Mm. Um, yeah, it was more like British, like, like more British influence. But then we had a change in personnel. 
we changed some members. And in 2012, we recorded Depersonalization. This was one of the heaviest so far. It was all in male, brutal vocals. Um, and it was uh, short length, only five tracks. And that's why the title, well, that's why depersonalization, like we, we completely changed the personality of the band in that album. And then one year later, again in 2013, we recorded, we, we introduced some progressive metal elements with um, the next album, uh, Fields in Desolation. This was uh, also a, a, a change in uh, the band's course. It, uh, it had a lot of more complex riffs, a lot of uh, 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 huge songs like uh, eight minutes, 10 minutes or more. It was uh, clearly um, influenced by bands like Sabotage, like uh, Fate's Warning. It was, we again changed the course of the band in that album. And one year later, in 2014, uh, we recorded Taken by Force. This, was, this, this album had all the elements of the previous one, Plus some a little more death metal elements, like uh, we got really influenced by Death, the band Death, and not mm-hmm. only Death, all, all of Chuck Schuldiner's work, Control Denied, all of this, all the, and anything that this guy ever did, uh, we got influenced by it, and um, it was also very 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 influenced by all of our favorite progressive metal bands dream theater um i don't know we were every every one of us were listening to 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 different stuff but heavy metal and progressive metal and death metal was like our common thing like the thing that we all heavy progressive and death this is what everyone in the band in the band had had in common. Sure, and, and then, and, sorry. Uh, when I think of death, I always think of the song "Pull the Plug." It's one of the my favorite metal tracks of all time. <laughs> one of my favorite as well. Yes, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I, I agree. And uh, that was the. And before that was the fifth album, and then it took us four years to record the next one. We we used to be very active to release to release a new album every year, to perform all over Greece, and uh, later on we also performed in Europe. We performed in uh, in Bucharest, Romania. We performed in Berlin. We performed in Cyprus. And but it, in after 2014, it took us four whole years to record the next one. That's because we also had a very hard time in the recording uh, process. Uh, we had to. We decided that we want to record each instrument in our own places to have a lot of time to. To, to to 
to make it perfect, to to edit it as we want to, to mix it as we want to. It took us four years, and in two thousand and eight, two thousand eighteen, we had uh, curves of sidereal cosmos. This was clearly progressive death, like uh, with influences from bands like uh, like Opeth, uh, like uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little fate's warning again. Death for sure, and and um, the different thing in in this album was that it was a concept album. the The lyrics of the album from from the from the start to the end they they are narrating a story. Uh, it, it, it's uh, it's like a D and D quest. We have mm. our main characters. They're, they're trying to get from point A to point B. They want to. The whole point is they, they find themselves in a realm and they're trying to get out of the realm. This is the whole point of the album. And of course, it has its symbolisms. Like if you find yourself in a place of depression, this is what you have to go through to get out of it. it, it it's. Uh, it, it it it's symbolic. It, uh, it it's about cleansing yourself from uh, from depression. It, this is the whole concept of the album. But it's being done with a very nerdy way, like with D and D characters, and uh, and it was of course also influenced by writers like Lovecraft. Uh, mm-hmm. It was influenced by. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe, but actually, this this album, Curves of Sidereal Cosmos, uh, the last track of the album is uh, the, it's the whole r- poem of Edgar Allan Poe, Raven. All of it, like all twenty four, uh, all, 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 all twenty four minutes song, uh, set to music. All of it. We wrote the music. We we used uh, Poe's Raven. For lyrics, and it's full. It's the longest track we ever recorded. The longest track we ever performed live is a twenty-something minutes track. And uh, this now we come to today. This is Angelic Blasted. It's our seventh uh, album in total, which is of course. it's not a concept like the previous one. It's just uh, it, it it has a lot of different stories to tell. Uh, for example, uh, it, 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 we have prepared uh, some video clips for each song that we are going to publish every two months, and uh, every every song of of this album has a different mood. Every one of them, and I. In my opinion, from all the albums we recorded so far, this is my favorite, for, and this is one of the reasons. It's for its variety. It doesn't stick in one mood. It, it, it's like a journey. It takes you to different moods, to different atmospheres with every song. And I, I find this to be interesting. <coughs> I also want to ask you if you could speak on your musical development and at what age did you begin? I, 
be- I began as a pianist at the age of be- before I even started going to school. Uh, my parents sent me to mu- to music school at the age of four for some reason. Wow. Uh, and I started as a pianist, as a classical pianist. And uh, I never got my degree, though, because uh, the piano degree is on the... It needs 10 years. And I stopped my studies at the seventh year. So I never got my degree. And because I was... Uh, f- from, from a point and after I was not really interested in... Uh, uh, I, I didn't want to invest any anymore in, in in this instrument and i i was uh very moved by the sound of guitar i, I remember people playing guitar or listening to guitar at songs and i was really interested in that sound so i was i remember i was uh i don't know like 10 years old maybe 11 maybe 12 i was begging my father for a guitar and uh, he bought me one for my birthday and this is w- w- when it all started i was I, at first i, I was uh, playing you know easy rock songs like acdc like things like that easy mm. to learn and uh, then i got a little deeper i start started learning uh, scorpions led zeppelin deep purple pink floyd and then I I got a little deeper and I started learning Ice Earth, Iron Maiden, Metallica, Black Sabbath. And then uh, when I started, when we formed the band and uh, you know how friends are, one influences the other. Uh, sure. We share music and we as a group we were really in, into the heavy sound like like uh, thrust metal death metal so uh, from that point uh, i started learning uh, death songs um some heavier stuff amon amarth but then in like my 20s my, in my early 20s uh, i think the reason that I the, the main reason that got me in that technical level was dream theater. I was obsessed with dream theater. I had the plan, to, uh, I, I had the schedule to, and my goal was to learn every dream theater song ever. <laughs> and wow. I started, yes, and I started learning them one by one. Oh, how many times I failed. Oh, my God. It, 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 this thing is, it, this shit is crazy. So it was crazy. And I, of course I failed because I, uh, it's impossible to learn all their discography. It's, it's humanly impossible. So, but, but I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot of Dream Theater songs. And I believe that's why it was Dream Theater and Blooded Science, another crazy band with only one album, but what an album. Um, I think it was mainly because of Dream Theater and Nevermore, and Nevermore, uh, that I improved myself so much and so fast. 
because I liked them so much and I wanted to to learn how to 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 learn their songs. And their songs were and are inhumanly difficult. And uh, but th- this is what kept me getting better to always try difficult things always get out of your safe space always always get out of your comfort zone and do the difficult thing and uh, i i could easily uh, keep learning ice dirt songs or black sabbath songs and i was i, I would be constantly in a safe space and le- le- doing techniques that i already know and just doing this but my obsession with dream theater really made me uh, a decent guitar player because uh, I tried so hard and uh, I had to because the, the technical level sure. of dream theater was is, is yeah. crazy. So I had to, to to do my best every day. I was. Uh, when I was a student, I was practicing dream theater every day. And uh, I was getting frustrated because I, I was getting angry because I couldn't, I couldn't manage, I, could, I couldn't play a lot of the, a, a, a lot of uh, the riffs and a lot, of course, the solos were impossible. I, maybe I've, I've managed to learn like, uh, seven, eight solos because it, it was so difficult. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I failed because because that, that was expected. What 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 I was thinking? I was my goal was to learn the whole discography of Dream Theater. What what the hell I was thinking? <laughs> but it does it doesn't matter because just because I tried. That alone made me a better guitarist. Sure. And I remember um, Russ had a reissue of uh, Farewell to Kings and uh, Dream Theater did cover of Xanadu. And I thought, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, oh, to touch that song, you know, uh-huh. you know, one of the I, know. Great songs. I was like, oh, it's, it's going to be nightmares to listen to. And I heard it and I was just floored. I, I can relate to that. <laughs> I was like, nobody could do that song, and they did it to a T. I also wanted to ask, uh, is it, yes, yes, along your that musical journey of yours. I wanted to ask you, what's the best advice that has been given to you along the way? The best advice I was given was probably. Uh, that uh, the difference between the amateur and the expert is that the expert has failed more times than the amateur has even tried. I think that is the one really good advice to not be afraid of failure. And uh, I think that... uh, Another good piece of advice uh, was to was I was I was uh, watching an interview from uh, Yanis Atetokounmpo, and 
he was saying that, and, and this is this mindset works not only in music but in all aspects of uh, of of uh, of doing things of life. He said that it doesn't matter if you're good at one game; it, it's okay. It's, you 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 were you you played decent. You were decent in one game. That, that's not the point. You have to be like. Like KD, you have like Kevin Durant. You have to be consistent. It's all about consistency, and this, this I I think is one of the best mindsets to have. If you want to go to go to the gym and you don't want to go to the gym, but and you push yourself and and okay, you go one day, you go two days, you go three days, but you practice guitar one day, two days, three days, and then. You don't, but it's you're not going to improve yourself by that. You have to be consistent. You have to do it every day. And it's going to be hard, but every day it gets a little easier. Sure. But but you have to do it every day. And uh, when you're not working on music, I wanted to ask you if you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time. Of course, of course. I I play video games. I read books. Um, on um, I like I like swimming. I I used to be a semi pro athlete in my in my prime <laughs> in my in my early twenties, uh, but not anymore. But uh, sometimes I go swimming just just for fun. And uh, a lot of mo- new, a lot of uh, movies. I'm a huge uh, cinephile. I watch like uh, maybe three, four new movies that I've never watched before per week. I uh, I really like uh, I really like the cinema. And uh, not 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 just that. I watch reviews uh, of movies, um, the technical analysis. Of a movie I liked. This is just this is uh, a hobby of mine, and another hobby I I got into for like um, two or three years now. I I have taken interest in astrophysics. I've I I read books about astrophysics. I watch shows. I watch uh, Carl Sagan, Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm. all of these guys. And uh, I, I don't know. I was never into space uh, all of these years. So this is like a new habit. Like the, uh, for, I don't know, for two or three years now. Uh, I don't know why, but when I, as I get older, uh, for some reason, I find space more and more interesting. I also want to ask you. Actually, so, sorry to interrupt. Mm. The last song of the album, "Approaching Event Horizon," yeah, uh, it's about it, it's about that. It's about that. It's about approaching a black hole. It's a sci-fi concept song. It's about a, a, a crew in a spaceship that goes on a mission, and the mission is to get to the worm to the wormhole inside of a black hole. And I, I think this. Uh, uh, you know, you understand that space also inspires me. And what's the best way to get merchandise and a physical copy of the album? 
um, uh, two ways. One way you can contact the band in our social media and I can just send you a copy or you can contact our label. Um, it's uh, a French label, Soman Records. Uh, very good guys, very good people. Uh, you you can uh, contact either of that, either of us, me, us, or or the label, and we will send you a copy. Or uh, and uh, now we we are in the process of designing t-shirts and hoodies as well. So I believe in a couple of months we will have them as well. And lastly, I want to ask you. If you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? The message would be, uh, thank. I want. Uh, first of all, I want to thank just to thank our fans for their support. Uh, we really appreciate them. We, re uh, I personally, it's the best feeling in the world when we go on stage and see all these people uh, it's the best feeling in the world and uh, I really much appreciate it and I, I appreciate everyone who gives our music a chance uh, this is the most I can ask for it's it's uh, I, I really really appreciate it I don't take anyone for granted and uh, I a, a huge huge from the bottom of my heart thank you to everyone who who gave our music a chance, either if they liked it or not. Well, I think you've created an amazing album, and you definitely have uh, gained a fan in me as well. Um, as Thank soon as I heard much, this, sir. as soon as I heard this album, I wanted to look back into your catalog and dwell deeper into this band because. Uh, this album, as I said before, is absolutely amazing top to bottom. I think it has great flow. I think it uh, shows the band as a unit. And like I say, with tracks like Light and Steel and Clouds, it's so um, immersive that you just want more. Thank you, sir. Thank you very, very much, sir. I really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you again for your time, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, my friend. You too. You too, sir. Thank you. Have a nice, uh, have a nice show, and uh, I wish you the best. I wish the best to you and your show. Well, thank you very much, and you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, sir. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.